Hey, what is up, everybody? And whoa, sorry oh, about that, gotta... friend. Wow, yeah, do it's something wrong... with the sound crew here. The wrong our, button, our, man. our producer, Kevin, over there. <laughs> anyway, what's up? And welcome to the Get Your Bell Wrong Football Podcast. He is Kevin Reynolds. I am Bobby Wall, and we are here to talk all things football and hit you with some takes that might rattle you up a bit. Tonight, we will talk about the week that was for week six in the NFL and take a peek into week seven. Kevin, how you doing? Good. Dethawing. Uh, had uh, tennis lessons and clinics tonight until eight. It was it got down to about 40 by the time we were done. And since I'm basically a human slot machine at these clinics where I just stand there and constantly feed balls to people, I slowly freeze to death. So I'm thawing thawing excellent well it's an exciting time if you're a, a philly fan which i am and have been for a long time my eagles continue to be undefeated and my phillies are doing all right in the playoffs uh they lost last night to the padres but uh we'll see what they can do playing at home now in the nlcs so i'm pretty pumped rocking the phillies hat today for those of us listening and not watching uh the video um pretty excited man good times yeah, well, you know, I'm a Yankee fan. My middle name is actually Mickey. Uh, so uh, I typically, we, we, we make the postseason a lot, but don't really accomplish much of anything. It's funny, when I was a youngster, I actually really liked the Phillies, too, outside of the Yankees, because I was a huge Mike Schmidt fan. So oh, I, God. Yeah, as I've gotten older, I don't really much give two crafts about the Phillies. But both of our squads are in the Final Four here, so... uh We'll see how it goes there, big boy. Uh, yeah, and I tell you, there are a few folks not as excited uh, with the way the world is going right now. Uh, that will be Elijah Moore, Denzel Mims, and every other receiver in the NFL that doesn't get as many targets a game as they think they should. And I'm, it's tough for me to uh, to get behind all of this diva attitude, which is getting worse and worse and i mean we always had chad ochocinco and terrell owens but my gosh when you got denzel mims guys who have barely saw the seen the field you got elijah Moore in his second year it's tough for me man it's a tough pill for me to swallow yeah so i brought this up to you before we started it's beyond irritating mind-boggling as more and more money's got in social media's got in this and that's gotten in it's gotten worse and worse worse that now these guys that are nobodies I think I mentioned you, my daughter's done about as much in the NFL as Denzel Mims. She isn't demanding a trade. I I it's I can't understand it. And here's the thing. Why it used to be you were a diva when things were going your way, you were losing games, everything was going to hell. The Jets are finally relevant. Your team is finally doing something, and you want to bail because it's not all going in your favor. You'd rather lose and get your stats than win games and if you didn't suck you'd probably be out on the field because i know salah likes to win um i know zach willis wills is not stellar either but 
you can't all go play for Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady and and, and Josh Allen. So where do these guys think they're going to go? One, two, how do they think it's going to be any different? If you suck so bad, you're not playing for the Jets. What are you going to go do when you go to a real team? Yeah, but we both know Elijah Moore doesn't suck. He is no, he's very just hurt all talented. the time. He's shown it. Right, right. He has been hurt. And we both knew, as much as we loved him coming out when he got drafted by the Jets, we knew it was going to be a tough road for him, at right. least at first, because we don't have a lot of faith in Zach Wilson. And it's coming to fruition. You know, he's – he's. I think Elijah Moore, when he blew up last uh, year, wasn't – was it Mike White or whatever was, was yeah, quarterback? It's like one game. He had one and a half good games. And and he got hurt because uh, yep. he's on the he's on his way to another solid game, but but I don't get it. They're they're winning. You want right. to bail now when they're winning because you're more worried about your stats than you are your team winning. It's sad. It's sad. I tell you what's not sad though, is we're doing this. I we're, we're uh you know due to family things and this and that. Uh, we're doing it a, a night later than we normally do. It's Thursday. And I know we both have the Thursday night game on currently right now. It's what first quarter, I think seven to three or something like that. It's second quarter now, I believe. Okay, Saints, and, uh, Saints driving down the field. So this will be interesting three. to see how how much attention we can pay to uh, whatever it is we're doing. But anyway, what what a crazy week. So we have. I'm sorry to, to bring this up, but the your Ravens lost to the Giants, who are somehow five and one. We had uh, the Buccaneers lost to the Steelers. I thought that was going to be an embarrassing game for Pittsburgh. Back-to-back embarrassing games after getting uh, dominated by Buffalo. The Jets smashed the Packers at home. Yeah. The Falcons doubled up the 49ers. This is – I know the NFL season's usually wild, but this is getting out of hand. Yeah, I wrote to you Sunday during the games where it's like the – they like sound like the the crazy ass season continues, just maddening. the The players that are doing well, the teams that are doing well, like all hell's broken loose. It's like we're in the freaking bizarro world. Yeah, it, it's a lot. Very odd, but it makes it makes things fun. Uh, it makes it it's cool when more teams are relevant. It's cool for fantasy purposes that just some crazy stuff's happening. So, uh, I I guess it's I guess it's cool, but it's. It's tough to do much of anything with this when you don't know. When the Jets are throwing up 40 on somebody, that just throws a cog in the works. And the um, as far as fantasy goes and it being wild, I keep looking at my teams thinking, man, we should be scoring more points. And the the NFL as a whole, as of right now, compared to last year, has scored 100 less touchdowns than they did at this time last year. A hundred yeah, that is a lot of folks not finding the end zone. So no wonder everyone's fantasy team, most people's fantasy teams, uh, are scoring so much less than in the past. Yeah, I know mine is. Those of you that listen to our podcast know my theory and my league of record how I was playing for next year. But this year I ended up actually my team being a little better than I thought. But boy, is it looking pretty for the future. I mean, I'm just um. I'm like a, a a dog in heat, a freak without warning, baby. It's all coming together. But this week was a nightmare because of Sir Melvin Gordon and Hackett, who I wish that guy, why is he an NFL head coach? Why has he not already been fired? I know so, you, uh, and you, had, yeah. you you had a terrible beat. Uh, and this is the, the deal with so much luck in fantasy. You went in and I you know, you go ahead you go ahead and and quickly give your scenario of your Okay, so the guy I was playing beat. 
I was behind by 3.1. I was behind the league average by like six. I ended up having, uh, let me look at this game real quick just so I can give the numbers. I ended up having Melvin Gordon and uh, what's it, Saubert, right? I had them both. They got me a combined 0 0.8 points. You, you called me before that, and I was like, oh, dude, you I mean, you got this in the bag. You need three points for Melvin Gordon? Thought I would. Uh, sure, you got it. Dolchich came back at tight end. He was in the entire game. So he got the touchdown and 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 eleven point four points. I would have went two and zero. Gordon had three carries and they benched him the rest of the game healthy. Because and and, uh, and that's ridiculous. There's nothing you do about that. And then I, I you know I told you same thing goes for me. I'm in a league where I am the highest scoring team by fifty, and I'm in tenth place out of twelve teams. The highest scoring team in the league by fifty points ish. And I am in 10th place. Sometimes you do everything right and it's still wrong. It's Welcome difficult. to fantasy football. Yeah, I, I'm tied for, I'm four and eight tied for last in my division, but I by far have the most points in my division. I just keep getting, getting the screws put to me and little things like that, that I could easily nine and three, 10 and two, but I'm not. And that's, that's the breaks. But man, I, I, I was just hoping this year to be relevant. I had a real chance of winning my division, but man, I've dug a hole now. Well, another team that's dug a hole for themselves are the Washington Commanders. Even though they did win one of the worst football games ever played against the Bears last Thursday, and our bookend games were awful. Thursday and Monday night were not Ugly. good. The only fantasy player for the Redskins worth having was Brian Robinson with his 17 carries, 60 yards, and he got his first NFL score. So hats off to you. Speaking of Brian which, Robinson, congrats. Wonderful. Those points on my bench. <laughs> well, Great I mean, job. I played you over Melvin or didn't play you. I played Melvin Gordon over you. Great job. I'm a genius. Well, Carson Wentz only had 99 yards passing, yeah, so at least you didn't play him. Thank God he's getting he's got a broken finger. Justin Fields finally is doing something. 190 yards passing, a touchdown, a pick, but he had 88 yards rushing. So at least you got that. Khalil Herbert looked great. Seven carries, 74 yeah. yards, but I think he had one one big run. He did um he did. with that. Uh and then Darnell Mooney had a game that was Woo! at least worth something. Seven catches for 68 yards. So it's good to see him. I mean, show up to a game, literally show up. Uh, and then Cole Komet did his, you know, one catch, 15 yards. Yay for all you dummies out there that didn't listen and drafted Cole Komet. But that's all we got. This was this is a bad one. Yeah, it was uh, it, it was not. It wasn't fun to watch. No, it's awful. So you can have a game like this that's low scoring and very tense. That's actually enjoyable to watch. This was crap. This was like watching a. Division three football game or, or a low level high school game. Brian Robinson was maybe the only guy on the field that looked like a competent football player in his second NFL game. I mean, are are there and, and since Wentz is going to be out four to six weeks now, are they are the are the re Washington receiving core? Are they excited? Are they glad? Because they put up good numbers of Henneke yeah. last year. They can't be upset. Yeah, I mean they they did they put good numbers and they won a few games with him. Uh, well, I mean, they've only won a couple games with Lance too. So, and right. was, I'm, I'm not as, from fantasy perspective. I'm not worried about it. 
was this the game that your buddy Bellis Jones and he cost him the game? Didn't he fumble a punt late? And that's how all the Redskins end up scoring the win. So, someone might be listening for the first time and might actually think I like him. So don't do that. Don't do what? No, Bellis Jones. Come on. Um, Next one. I'm really sorry. Let's get this out of the way quick. Your Ravens lost to the Giants, which was upsetting to me as much as I want to see you in pain. Um, I do not want the Giants to win. Lamar Jackson, he looked so good in the beginning of the year, but it's been a few weeks. He needs Rashad Bateman, man. I heard a stat with the fantasy footballers just today that when teams blitz and he has Bateman, his stats are great. Uh, seven touchdowns, I think, compared to one touchdown when teams blitz and he doesn't have Bateman. And, it, you know, it's about 50-50 split on the season. Uh, the Cleveland Browns are about to play blitz. I think last week I heard they blitz 50% of the time. Hopefully Bateman's back because it's not happening without him. Even though Bateman hasn't been great, at least for fantasy, he opens things up for Lamar. Uh, tell me what your boy Kenyon Drake is doing. 10 carries, 119 and a know. touchdown. What's what's happening here? He looks great. I mean, well, I don't doing? know what else to say. I watched the majority of the game. He just looks great. I don't, I don't know what, what to tell you. He looks great because he did not look great previously. No, he didn't, but that game he did. He'll most likely be getting the bulk now because Dobbins' knee is already having problems. Gus still isn't back. Justice Hill's finally playing, but, man, Drake's, Drake's a, Drake could be a huge play this week. I don't know. He looked good. Mark Andrews looked great, but he's injured now, too. But hey, the savior's coming. Djax. He'll be good for at least three catches in the first half before he tears a hammy and it goes on IR. Who hates him more, me or you? That's a great question. I I think from a player wise, you from a fantasy wise me. Because I trust in him way too often. And that dude is a beast when he's on the field. Even last year he was getting like two catches a game, but one of them would be for seventy five yard touchdown. But right. he can't stay on the field. So this is just be this is just more crap. Did you see the thing with um Bateman when they signed him? They signed the him in about 20 minutes after it was announced. He got on uh he was on Twitter and wrote LOL because he's apparently annoyed that the Bateman Ravens did. had the audacity to uh do anything to try to improve. I like it. Yeah. I like another, it. Another freaking diva. I like it. Good for him. As far as the Giants go, um I would I wouldn't mind having Wandale Robinson on my bench. He scored a, a touchdown his first game back from injury. Besides the touchdown, he didn't do much. Uh, but Saquon Barkley, he's the guy. So outside of him, that's the only giant I feel comfortable playing. Is there any better feel-good story in the league than Barkley? Because you and I adore the guy. And I yeah. love that he's doing And I don't care if he does it against the Ravens. And I don't care if he does it. I love it, actually, if he does it against your Eagles to watch you suffer. But I love that the dude's doing well again. I, I mean, seriously, I'm so happy for the guy. I root for Me him. Too. I don't care who he's playing. He's a good guy. And did you also notice I heard at least two different announcers this last year call him Juan Dale? No. Yeah. That's so me. now I don't know how I looked it up and I couldn't really find anywhere where somebody says what's actually correct, whether it's Juan Dale or if it is Juan Dale Robinson. I'm not doing Juan Dale. Get going no. there. Hopkins. I'm not. Got Hopkins in my league of record for next to nothing. Beans, back tonight, baby. You got him starting? I do. I ain't okay. there, fool. Uh, moving on to the Jaguars and Colts. Uh, they went down. They There's a lot of points scored in this game. 
And of course, for me, I go out on the waiver wire. I get Geno Smith in two leagues because I have Trevor Lawrence in those same leagues and he hasn't been doing it. So I played Geno Smith. And of course, Trevor Lawrence is 20. He had two incompletions, 20 to 22, only 165 yards, only one passing touchdown, but not one, two rushing touchdowns absolutely destroyed me. Um, James Robinson didn't do hardly anything. Travis Etienne, though, 10 carries, 86 yards uh, rushing. So I wonder how this uh, this split's going to go with those two, um, with James Robinson and Etienne. Etienne's been getting some more looks here lately, so I'm interested to see how that plays out. And then uh, the only other guy that did anything, Christian Kirk, caught a touchdown, but he was only four for 24, so nothing there. five targets. Yeah, watching James Robinson some in this game, he looked pedestrian. Just sort of yeah, like chugging out the yards, getting some ball down, carries. maybe. And he actually still averaged four and a half yards a carry. So it's not like he was bad, but it's not the same as as when his buddy's on the field who just looks explosive and at any point is going to be like Brees Hall and just go, going. Now on the other side of the ball, Matt Ryan reached into his old bag of tricks and somehow turned out 58 pass attempts, completed 42 of them. Almost 400 yards and three touchdowns. Um, Deion Jackson looked really good this week. 12 for 42. Yep. You know, the average isn't good, but he scored on the ground. But he had 10 catches for 79 yards. And then Michael Pittman, 13 for 134. That's what we want to see from him. Uh, and then Alec Pierce scored his first NFL touchdown. So hats off to you, Alec. Well done, sir. And somehow Paris Campbell scored. Paris no. Campbell did pretty much more no. in this game than he's done in the last two years combined. No, nah, that wasn't Paris. It was somebody in a Campbell jersey. It couldn't be. Paris Just Campbell like doesn't him. even. Gotcha. An yeah. imposter. Uh, yeah, Deion Jackson had a great game just in time to get benched. Matt Ryan, like it was seven years ago. Uh, who would have thought this, this game really produced the highest fantasy numbers in all the league? Nobody would have thought it. Especially oh, yeah, that the no Colts kidding. were in the lead on it. They're finally playing how we thought they would. So you have to wonder now if Deion Jackson is Jonathan Taylor just a function of the Colts line, or is he as good as we think he is? Um, well, the Colts line's beat up, man. It's not it's not great. Well, okay. Well then maybe Deion Jackson because he just didn't, Jackson didn't do much. He didn't do much on the ground. He only averaged three and a half yards carry through the air that he uh, succeeded. Forty two. Yeah, that's I mean Yeah, through the air ten for seventy nine was nice. But yeah, they put up some good numbers. I wish I'd have played him. I think somebody played him in the once and done. Well done, well, well done to whoever that was. Yeah, for sure. Uh next game, the Patriots trounced, trounced, trounced the Cleveland Browns 38 to 15. And it's happening again, Kevin. You remember how last year we were looking, I was looking through some stats, and I think I called you and I was like, dude. Did you know that the Patriots last year were the second highest scoring offense in the league? Yeah, it's odd. And we, I think I think you looked it up because you didn't believe me, which was fine. I did. I, I, I checked. I double checked myself. Right now, they're the tenth highest scoring team in the league, but they're a touchdown away from fifth. With and this is with Bailey Zappi for a couple weeks. It's the, it's the crazy thing was so shocking. Seven seventeen. 26, 24, 0, 38. It's. Uh, yeah, it's Mike Williams of. Yes, of uh, a whole team. Of teams. Yeah, yeah. 
It's just this never-ending roller coaster. It makes very little sense. I don't know what Belichick's doing up there, what he's smoking, but it's very, it's very bizarre. Uh, it again, it's Bailey Zappi, he's played good enough, just good enough to get benched. Uh, Three hundred yards passing, two touchdowns, and then my boy Ramondre, baby, it's still Ramondre time. I know um, Damian Harris practiced in full today, <coughs> but Stevenson last week. Yeah. 76 yeah. yards on the ground, two touchdowns. Uh, what do you, do you have a couple catches? Yeah, four for 15. Yeah. I like it. And Mac Jones is about to come back. Uh, can I tell you? Can I tell you something I did? Uh, Hoping that Bailey Zappi had another weekend. Him, I went out and picked up Hunter Henry off the waiver wire. Okay, he scored either what's it been back to back weeks or two of the last three weeks. I mean, Zappi's looking for him. But now Mac Jones is probably going to come back, and I'm going to be screwed because Hunter Henry is going to go back to his one catch for 15 yards. Um, but I got to roll with it now because there's nobody left. You know, I missed out on some guys yeah. on picking up on the wave wire, and I'm, I can't start Tyler Conklin anymore. So my we'll my thing the pitch is I, I could never recommend people play Patriots because you just never freaking know what they're going to do. Oh, I'm not recommending it. I just didn't have much of a choice. Oh no, I, I got you. I just. Hey, I, I played Stevenson in the once and done, so I was glad that worked out, even though I had played Harris the week before and he put the screws to me. And then for the Browns, man, even Nick Chubb didn't really do anything for you. First week of the year that he kind of put up a dud. Kareem Hunt, four carries for 12 yards. What are we doing? I just traded for him, and we got four carries for 12 yeah, yards. 1.2 points. Uh, it's rough. Uh, yeah, and no catches? Come on, come on. What are we doing, Cleveland? I'm glad you got spanked. Uh, Amari Cooper, he four for 44, but he did score. So, he saved you there. He did. I like that. Oh, yeah, Chubb. St- Chubb still averaged four and a half yards to carry. They just were playing behind the whole game. The whole script of the game didn't work out. So, they yeah, just threw a whole bunch we, of different people. and just We talked about this. Nothing. We talked about this last week. If it's third and eight, you have just as much of a chance of getting the first down, handing the ball off to Chubb. Give yeah. him the ball. Oh, somebody just scored, but I can't tell who it is. Uh, yeah, I'm, a, I'm with you. Chubb's the man. That means it's a cardinal, and I don't care. because It I don't is have a cardinal. Who in the world is number 30? I can't see because his hair is so long, I can't see his name. Who is that? Uh, let's move on for us. Ingram. And go. Keontae Ingram. Yeah. Yeah, he just scored. Um. Anyway. Bengals, Saints. Bengals won 30-26. And I realized I need to root against the Saints all year because the Eagles have their pick in the first round. And right now I think it's sixth overall. So I need the Saints to lose out because I want that Eagles to have the absolute best pick possible. Joe Burrow, back to doing Joe Burrow things. 300 yards passing and three TDs. Irritating. Joe Joe Mixon, five. you don't talk about averaging – Good yards of carry, 5.6 yards of carry. They only gave him the ball eight times on the ground. What are they doing? Now, he did score. He had a receiving touchdown, which is nice. And he scored it lining up out wide. He was the receiver on this play. Uh, He ran a little slant underneath uh, the number two guy and was open, so caught the ball and ran it in. But come on, give this guy the rock. They they had been giving it to him. He needs it more. Uh, Jamar Chase, good grief. Seven for 132 and two touchdowns. Oh, my. He looked great. Uh, Tyler Boyd was fine. T. Higgins was six for 47. That's okay, I guess. Um, and that's it for the uh, for the Bengals. 
Well, Higgins, I think, is still playing mildly hurt, but yeah, yeah. I I told you the other day, you know, I I played Burrow and Chase in the once and done two weeks ago. These guys each this week had more points than the two of them combined the previous week. What a surprise! You use the things the bounds. You know they're going to score every week. You just don't know who it's going to be. It's, right. it's almost like flipping a coin. Which guys are going to be this week, and, and hope to hit it. So, uh, yeah, that's them. Um, yeah, and then outside of Alvin Kamara, nobody on the Saints did anything that you started or played. And I can't do the Taysom Hill thing. It's too wonky because uh, you don't know what to expect. I can't do that. Did you see that Kevin White had a target? I didn't. I'm pretty sure Kevin White. And I'm, sh- I'm assuming still this, in the league. That's what I was saying. I'm assuming this is the Kevin White that was what the fourth overall pick that's from the. Uh, from he certainly WVU. did. How about On that? The season zero 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 zero. One. One target. No cats, but he got a target. Wow. I like that. Yeah. Wow. Rashid Shahid, of course, had one target for oh, oh no, actually he ran in carry. that touchdown. To carry. Yeah, yeah. Tonight's was the fifty yard bomb. Wow. Uh yeah, and that was I mean, Saints are tough outside of Avon Kamara or Chris Olave, who obviously didn't play. It's it's tough. Um but uh, they're targeting Olave a good bit so far in this game. At least they did in the first quarter. So hopefully yeah. they continue because that we, you oh, and I yeah. both are a lot of the owners. From a standpoint of them winning games, it's brilliant that they're playing Andy Dalton. From a fantasy standpoint, I freaking hate it because I love Winston out there just chucking every ball 30, 40, 50, 60 yards downfield, play after play. Doesn't really care who catches it because I, and I don't either. I don't care how much he sucks. As long as he throws a couple bombs to Olave, I'm happy. Yeah, but at least Olave is able to catch Dalton's passes. He is, but. Uh, the Red Rocket just isn't James Winston. He's just not. It's true. Uh, Buccaneers lost 18-20 to 20 to the this Steelers. Mr. Brady has not looked good. He uh, He's yelling at his sidelines. He's getting divorced. This guy, it's all falling apart for him, and I kind of feel bad. Leonard Fournette, uh, he was fine. 63 yards on the ground, 30, 38 through the air with a touchdown, and uh, – Chris Godwin, six for 95. So I'm glad to see. I, I got a good feeling about Godwin this week. I think he's going to do something in, in Carolina. So we'll see. But outside of that, nobody did anything for you because they only scored 18 points. Yeah, I played I played him once and done, Godwin. It wasn't a stellar game, but decent game. You'll take it. The thing is, you say you feel bad for them, but they're still 3-3. Three and three. They're going to win their division. These guys get playoffs nobody wants to play them they'll figure it out their center came out today and said he was glad that he chewed them out because they have been slacking i think they've had so many injuries so many different just their personnel constantly every game is different they're they'll they'll get it turned around and they'll be fine i'm I'm really honestly not we're worried about them i'm not saying they're winning the super bowl but i'm not worried that they're going to miss the playoffs uh no uh no me neither they have to win that division, I would think. But I don't know how they couldn't. They'd have to completely uh, fall apart. Well, a team that I can't imagine winning their division are the two and four Pittsburgh Steelers. They lost Kenny Pickett uh, to a concussion in the game, but he should be back and starting this week. Najee Harris, man, he scored a touchdown, but he had two catches for seven yards and was receiving touchdown and only 42. Yeah. He has averaged, averaged three yards a carry. Boy, it's just looking worse and worse for Najee. And he's not having good matchups. You know, the Buccaneers got a good run defense. 
somehow Chase Claypool decides to pull seven for 96 and a yeah, score out of his know. butt. I don't know. I don't know. But, uh, what's your boy Pickens, man. Hopefully, hopefully Pickett will be able to come back full bore this week and he'll be able to find this guy Pickens because Pickens has been looking good. I hope so, too. He had three catches on six targets. Claypool and Johnson each had seven. Uh, Harris just looks pedestrian again. But that said, he's getting hit two yards in the backfield on probably about 70% of, of his handoffs. So, uh, this, this, I don't understand this team. They won, but from a fantasy standpoint, it's hard to play pretty much anybody on this team because you don't know what you're going to get week to week. Omar Epps is a mess. They got a lot of rebuilding to do. Maybe he could bring House in. He could figure out something. I don't know. Yeah, well, moving on. The Niners inexplicably lost to the Falcons. I don't care if it was a home game. This should not happen. Jimmy G, he had a nice game. Even though he threw two picks, he had just about 300 yards passing and two passing scores. Jeff Wilson, I don't know what they're doing here. Only seven carries. I know you're playing from behind, but he has looked great. Uh, he, he didn't look great this game. They lost the fumble. Sam- that was part of it. Uh, yeah, I know. Debo Samuel. Uh, they, he only got two rushes. He did have seven targets for 79, which is fine. But uh, someone on this show last week told you to start Brandon Ayuk, who went eight for 83 and two touchdowns. Uh, and Kittle matched his eight for 83. Kittle just didn't find the, find the end zone. Yeah, that was a good call you had for Ayuk. I wish I'd have listened to you. But... I played it one and done. I told you on here. I said, play Ayuk. I know you did, but we 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 had plenty of other ones that we miss on. But yes, this one you most definitely hit on this one. I played Kittle; he didn't score, but yeah, he got me his best, at least his best game of the year. Those Debo owners out there in the world, aside from one or two games and that one huge play, has not done much of anything. I know. Uh, have you have you had second thoughts about your abandonment of Mister Nicholas Chubb? Only every hour of every day. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'll buy that. But, but Jimmy G looked like Jimmy G, serviceable, had some good plays, had some mediocre plays, and had two awful picks, and they lost. Speaking of serviceable, what do you do with Marcus Mariota? Because he usually is somewhat serviceable, but then he, his floor is zero points. Yep. And then he goes out, he goes, he's 13 for 14 because we refuse to throw the ball in Atlanta. But he has two passing touchdowns and 50 yards on the ground with a rushing touchdown. Uh, and then Caleb Huntley and Tyler Algier, I can't do this. I can't play one either one of them because they split right down the middle, carries and yards. If They're the same person. And it was all awful. If 31 one carries of for a combined 110 yards. I need one of them to get that stat line because one of them you're looking at, you know, 31 carries for 110 yards. I'm good with that, but I can't do this. Two things to, to, no, yeah, it's hard, hard, hard to pick one of those. Yeah. Uh, oh, Pitt scored. Pitt finally scored. Yeah. Yeah. And Miko Pruitt. Oh, yay. That's, that's, this helpful. was again a game of what I saw of it that was not enjoyable to watch. It was just sort of ugly, sloppy football, and one team had to win. I just don't think the 49ers are nearly as good as everybody wants to give them credit for. I just, I, I, I just don't. I don't think that they right. Them and the Rams both are just playing subpar. And and I'm I'm watching the Cardinals. I mean, they're terrible. 
they're not a good football team. No, they're not. The Niners, the Niners should win the NFC West, I think. Even though they're not real great. You had picked them, you had picked them from the beginning, didn't you? I did. I picked the Rams. But I think they're what? Are they both three and three now? Uh maybe. You can check that out. If I told you that a quarterback went ten for eighteen for a hundred and ten yards, zero touchdowns. What would you think his team won? Beat Hall of Famer Aaron Rodgers by 17 points. I would not think that. Uh oh. Defensive yeah, touchdown the, for the cards. Yeah, it's uh yeah, it's um it's Adrian Wilson. It was yeah. not it was not Buda Baker who I wanted it to be because I have him in the Sirius XM host league. But Brees Hall for the Jets, uh, this he, man, week after week now, it is Brees Hall season. 116 yards on the ground, averaging almost six yards of carry and a touchdown. This guy is absolutely legit, and I love to watch him play. Uh, but outside of him, that's it. Nobody. I mean, when you only have 110 yards passing, it's tough to be fantasy relevant. Yes, it is. He uh, That was not pretty. So now all these guys want to leave. But again, NFL coaches don't care if it's pretty. They just care about winning. And if, if you're winning games week after week, it's hard, it's hard to argue with, with your formula. And then uh, for the Brees Packers, Hall, you know, I oh, had him sorry. as my number one coming out of college. I think you had him as your you two. Two, right. And Ken Walker, you had one. I had him two. We just flip-flopped him. Man, he, he looks like Austin Eckler now. Every time he touches the ball, I think he's going to score. And Ken Walker now looks like Brees Hall. <laughs> yes. He looks great. It's great. Yeah. And, and we're on the verge. I'm sure you've seen some of the memes or some of the things of the Jets being the first team, I don't think ever, but in a forever time. To have the both the offensive and defensive rookies of the year, Mr. Brees Hall in offense, oh. and my guy Lost, who baby. I fought for should have been the number one overall pick in the draft, Mr. Me. Sauce Gardner. He fought for. I did fought fight for. I'd said it over we. and over again. We. I don't know about I. this week. We. I know you like him, but I don't know that you agree with me that he should be number one overall. Oh, okay. Sorry, not number one overall. Number one corner. No, I sure. said he should have been number one overall, oh, and I fought for that, and it. I okay. couldn't understand one how he possibly couldn't be the number one corner, which he ended up not being. Or and two, why is he not in, in the discussion for number one overall? And here he is wearing cheese heads. Everything's going great for the guy. He's no. he's living the dream, and the these rookies might have turned the Jets around finally. We we, love we can't buy it yet, but I'm at least now interested in what the salesman's telling me. Well, that's how that's how you do it. You you the last two years they've had a ton of draft picks, and they've drafted smart. If you can do those two things, if you can acquire draft picks, like Bill Belichick always acquires draft picks, that dude just can't draft very well normally. I mean, obviously he hit a home run. Not anymore, like yeah, not anymore. He can't. Twenty five years ago, but it just doesn't happen now. You get a bunch of draft picks, you hit on a few, and, man, it's turning things around. I really wish A.J. Dillon would turn it around because he is absolutely killing me in in so many leagues. I didn't even start him last week. He was on my bench. Injuries in five weeks, I have to. I don't have a choice in some of these leagues. If I can bench him, I do. Um, 
Robert Tunyon showing some stuff. 10 catches for 90 yards. Good for you, dude. And then Alan Lazard, only other fantasy viable guy. Four catches, 76 yards, and he got that sneaky touchdown, man. He oh, he, he gets a touchdown a week, I think. The, the crazy thing with the Dylan situation is he's playing better than Jones, and they're both awful. Well, he did this past week. This week, he hasn't been before Jones whole, but, did, but neither yeah. one of them is doing anything stellar. The whole offense looks like crap. Rodgers is frustrated. The receivers are frustrated. The coach is frustrated. And typically in the past, they've always been able to just play their way out of it, but it doesn't seem to be happening now. I know, and it's just – it is absolutely driving me nuts. It's weird to watch them suck on offense. It really is. It's bizarre because – it's pretty much never happened since Rogers has been in the league. They've not sucked on offense. That's right. Uh, <clears throat> moving on, the Minnesota Vikings took down the Miami, the Tua, Tua-less Miami Dolphins. Kirk Cousins was blah, not even 200 yards passing. Dalvin Cook loved him, 77 yards on the ground, averaging six yards a carry and a score. Justin Jefferson broke 100 yards receiving again. Adam Thielen only 36 yards, but did find the end zone. And Irv Smith somehow managed four catches for only seven yards, but got his TD. He sure did. Uh, this was another game. Decent yes, scoring, but one. not exciting, not fun to watch. At Justin all. Jefferson tore it up. Kirk Cousins continues to underwhelm. But they're what, five and one? And Isaiah now they Simmons have a bye week to get completely right. healthy. So, what can you say? My my uh, my Super Bowl pick is looking stronger and stronger here with Minnesota. It, but not good. Not good. You know but I mean? here's, like, the, here's the one thing I'll give them from a football standpoint. These close games, they used to lose all of them. True. Uh, they've turned a corner here. They're now, they're now winning them. Shit, Arizona's um, about to score again. Kevin. It's 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 long over, buddy. Isaiah Simmons. Wow. <laughs> so I'm ahead of you, apparently, in the stream. Apparently, because he just walks into the end zone of mine. What happened? Um, I didn't see the beginning of it. Another pick six. Uh, you know, I mean, something. Yeah, obviously, it was a turnover. I didn't see the actual turnover, but bring I bring in the Winston. I mean, hey, he's active. Why not? No, he's only the um, emergency. So I think. I, wasn't it Minnesota I brought up over the summer that had the like set the NFL record for one score games last yes, year? It was, it was like and they lost some the ridiculous. They numbers. went like yeah. they went like two and nine in those games or something. Um, but now they're winning. And the Dolphins, if you, if you weren't Tyreek Hill, who went twelve for one seventy seven and is the leading receiver in the NFL right now, or Jalen Waddle who went six for one twenty nine, you had you didn't start anyone that did anything because. The running backs didn't do anything, and no one started Mike Gesicki. That's so. not true. We had at least Somebody... one guy, maybe two, in the once and done that played Gesicki this week, and wow. a guy in my league That's off. plays him because it's a 16-team league. Um, Six for 69-2. and two. It was the yeah, only game he's done points. anything this year. You're right. He had more points than that in that game. I think he had the whole season combined. Tyreek Hill, you mentioned, he is on pace to break uh, Megatron's single-season uh, yardage record. Is he? Yeah. I did not know that. Good to know. He is. Yep. Uh, wow. Other than that, yeah, not exciting. The running backs did nothing. Mostert did nothing. Teddy B, man, I love the guy, but 
he's just a he's just a really hardcore backup quarterback. There's a reason he doesn't start because he doesn't win games. Right. But he can throw the, some stats. Sure. The the Panthers had to fly out west to LA and play the Rams. Uh the only thing you need to know here is Christian McCaffrey. Hundred and I don't know, like 160 total yards, no score, but you'll take that. And that is it. Somehow DJ Moore, three catches, seven yards. This poor fella. Hmm. Um, I like don't want to talk about that. Walker them. and Jacob Eason are throwing to him. I do something. These here. guys don't even belong in the league. The the biggest that. thing you can take from this game is that the Rams had a really good look at their scouts watching the guy who might be in their backfield by November 1st. It's true. And it's looking more and more like they're going to be the front runners to to get McCaffrey. Maybe they'd even do a McCaffrey for acres and then, you know, a couple draft picks. But we, we can sacrifice it. Where are where are they now with number one draft picks? The Rams up they'd be giving up their like 2039, 2040 first round picks and a second Whatever. in 2043. The same year my son, my four year old, graduates <laughs> high school. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, that's the biggest thing I take from this game. It wasn't competitive. Carolina doesn't even belong in the NFL. Uh, nobody from either team today thinks exciting. Your boy Allen Robinson actually scored, though. But I really think this was the the Rams getting to scout. McCaffrey was the biggest thing that might come up this game. Daryl Henderson scored, and if you had him and you knew Cam Akers wasn't playing, you'd probably put him in a lineup. Yeah. I don't mind. I, Daryl Henderson, now, he didn't look great this week. But normally he's – that dude runs hard. If nothing else, he runs hard. He does. And somebody in once and done, I don't know if you noticed, played Scourneck, and he freaking no. scored on a run. Freaking end around, 17-yard touchdown. Dude played him. Oh, that's hilarious. I, I love it. it. Uh, but I I'm love not even upset about it. Rams, Niners, and Seahawks are all three and three. Yeah. But Arizona's two and four, and it looks like after tonight they're going to be three and three and four if it keeps going like this. I tell you what's crazy: the Seahawks might win this thing. They could after be. trading away Russell Wilson. Yeah, they might win this division. It would be really odd, but they yeah. at this point have as good a chance as as, as any. Uh, the speaking of the Seahawks, they beat the Cardinals nineteen to nine, kind of an odd score. I feel like you don't see much. Kyler Murray as a quarterback is just not good. I said it a hundred times. I'd be so upset if I was a Cardinals fan and we gave Kyler Murray as much money as we did. Yeah, he, he he's done nothing to say that he is worth. It. Oh well, you got to pay for what the future holds. I know what the future holds. It's not good. He's not going to win you a Super Bowl. He did have 10 carries for 100 yards, which is great for fantasy. But it, what did it do for your team? You lost by 10. Yeah, Zach Ertz, 7 for 70. It's what he does every week. And uh, Hollywood Brown's hurt now. He's done. Um, just in time for DeAndre Hopkins to come back, which is good for the Cardinals. But are you starting Rondell Moore or anything? I can't do it. Me? No. Why would I want you can't you can't trust him. He again he he had a decent week and he's having a decent night tonight. If there at least he had one nice catch. I don't know what else he's done. Um, but yeah, I I I can't it's hard to play any of these people. I guess so Hollywood's officially on the IR now, so he'll be out for a minimum of four weeks. Uh but they, they do got uh 
Hopkins back. I think that can help. He's not what he once was, but he's still a solid guy that they're going to teams will have to account for. I saw a really funny meme today. You probably saw too about Robbie Anderson. Of course, there's all the funny ones from um yeah yeah go Harry ahead movie. But this one was about how awesome it was that he finally finally gets away from an undersized entitled former Oklahoma number one round pick from Oklahoma. Also, he can go play for, and then it's like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> oh, no, now version 2.0, yeah. <laughs> so, man, yeah, he went from one to the other. It's so sad. It and another thing that's sad is that, as I mentioned earlier, I went out and grabbed a bunch of Geno Smith shares just for him to throw for less than 200 yards, score a total of zero touchdowns, yep. ruin all of the receivers. Uh, but my guy, Kenneth Walker, that I don't own anywhere in fantasy because I wasn't able to draft him, uh, he looked so good. 97 yards on the ground. He got a touchdown. He got two passes for 13 yards, not much, but you know, just a little pat on the stats there. I love it. Yeah, he he looked sharp. He looked really good. Our boys Lockett and Metcalf, who we played yes. once and done, did nothing. Of course, we both also played Geno Smith in the once and done. He put the screws to us as well. It just it, it looked like a prime game for me and them all to throw up big stats. And turned out Ken Walker was the only one that did. I, I hope it improves. Yes. Actually, don't. I hope they suck now because that way they'll suck for other people. Because I don't have any of these guys in anything. Uh, I don't. I I have Kenneth Walker left, and that's it. I think from the from the Seahawks and the for once, once and, done. and done. Yeah, that's the only one I have left. I played Lockett earlier in the year. The game that everyone was excited for, the Bills uh, took down the Chiefs twenty-four to twenty. Not the offensive fireworks show we nope. expected. Pretty sure the under hit on this one, but Josh Allen is. Far and away the best fantasy asset out there. 329 and three, plus another 32 with his legs. Devin Singletary looked great running the ball. 17 for 85 on the ground. Uh, he didn't score, but he looked really good. Stefan Diggs dominated 10 for 148 in a score. Gabe Davis scored, and Dawson Knox got in the end zone. Yeah, your boy. You love him. Yeah. Uh yeah, they this game I was 10-10 at halftime. It was really boring. It was not fun. It was actually sort of ugly. It was a little sloppy that first half, but the second half was really fun to watch. The Chiefs just sort of gave the game away. They just sort of blew it. But I, I really think now I said it Justin Jefferson at one point. You said um who'd you say you think's the best Aaron Donald player in the league? I think uh, we're really at a point now where it's getting hard to argue that Josh Allen is the best football player in the NFL. I mean, who are who's the argument? Who are you arguing against it? Who's who's the other guy you're bringing to the to the table? As far as an overall football player, you got Cooper Cup, maybe Justin Jefferson, maybe Aaron Donald, nope. maybe T.J. Nope. Watt when he's actually on the field. Nope. Uh, but I just don't know that there's any one guy in the league that I trust more to win me games from what he does, what he offers to the game, than Josh Allen. That's it. I agree. And that being said, his counterpart Mahomes was fine. Three thirty-eight and two. He did have yeah. two picks, which is you know uncharacteristic. It was really ugly. Yeah, it was it again uncharacteristic. But Juju, if you started him, you're super happy. Five for one thirteen and a touchdown. But there's no telling. You can't start any of these receivers because you don't know who it's going to be. 
obviously you start Kelsey. His eight for one hundred eight. He's uh, absolutely unstoppable. Yeah. It's it's so fun to watch him play. He does these little silly ins and outs and curl routes, and he's always wide open. It is, and his catch rate's always so high. Like this one again, eighty percent, eight for ten. I just I'll never understand how you don't double team him every play. They have one guy. Yeah, I if one guy that consistently beats people, just cover that guy. You got me, dude. It doesn't it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Uh CEH did nothing. They it it just wasn't a I don't know, it's one of those games like they, they racked up some stats just sort of in spite of themselves. They didn't really do a lot of scoring. Um I don't know, but I think there's a lot of talk now. I'm sure you've seen it that uh, OBJ might be heading their way here in a few weeks. We'll see about that. I hey, check so. out your t- check out your TV because uh, Kyler Murray is screaming at Cliff Kingsbury on the side. Oh line. yeah, he is. I like it. I like. Some, Why is I like, it his I like fault turmoil. that you suck? <laughs> they both. They're both terrible. They're and both you're bad. winning twenty eight to fourteen. What are you mad about? Because your stats aren't good enough yet. Well, it's because uh, he didn't do it. The defense is the reason. I winning. really, I really do not like Kyler Murray. No, no, not at all. Uh, I tell you what, I do like is my Philadelphia Eagles beating the Dallas Cowboys twenty-six to seventeen. Cooper Rush, who had zero interceptions going in through three, that Eagles defense is no joke, man. James Bradbury and Darius Slay. They are shutting guys down. Yeah, they're guys that should have been past their prime by now. They weren't doing all that much, and now they can put them together and put them with these other guys in this renewed spirit, and they are tearing it up. Wow. Uh, somehow, Ezekiel Elliott looked really good. Average six yards of carry, 81 on the ground, and a touchdown. Uh, and then C.D. Lamb was five for 68. I guess you'll take that, but uh, nothing else to nothing else going for Dallas. No, they um, yeah, not not pretty. Yeah, and Hertz wasn't pretty either. He had two passing touchdowns, going 155 yards, and didn't do much on the ground. 27. Miles Sanders though, 71 and a touchdown. You love that. AJ Brown and Devontae Smith both scored. Not a lot of yards, but uh, they did find the end zone. And of course, I'm three points away from a win in my, um, or I finished three points away from a win in my league of record. I have Dallas Goddard. He gets me two for 22. Not helpful, buddy. Not helpful. No, it wasn't. From I mean, the guys that you expected to do well from a fantasy standpoint in this game, most of them did well. Not stellar, but well. Got you points. My yep. thing, why, looking at the Eagles going forward, their their schedule is a, tr- is a joke. Ache schedule. They, Love their, it. their next four games are Steelers, Texans, Commanders, Colts. Before they yeah. play the Packers, if they got their crap together, then the Titans. The- who want, I mean, they got still got two games against the Giants. Well, we know the Giants aren't going to keep winning these close games. And here's the thing about the Giants: I don't think they've beat anyone good. Like they beat the Packers, but are the Packers good? And no offense to you personally, they beat the Ravens. I'm not sure the Ravens are good. Uh, three and three, they blew, they've blown two 21 point leads and a 10 point lead. They were up by 10 on the Giants and blew it because Lamar fumble happy. Dude, mm. I mean, they only have one tough game left if you, if you don't count the Packers, and that's the other game against the Cowboys. Almost yeah. everybody they play left, except for the Giants and Cowboys, has a losing record. Yes, I, it's – I don't know. I don't want to think about it too much. 
So they're going to win that division. Whether they go undefeated, that's a whole other thing. And it'd probably be best if they don't because that just adds so much pressure to the offseason. But, man, they're, they're you're right. You all, the all three post, phases the of the game, they're dominating. And even if one of them doesn't, the other one picks up the slack and they beat a tough Cowboys team. Uh, I mean, granted, Cooper Rush is a quarterback, but I don't know that Dak playing would have made much of a difference. He should be back this week, though. Yeah, he's he's but, gonna play this week. And I listen. I gotta. I gotta. I've I've taken my hat. I've tipped my hat to quite a few guys uh, here tonight, and I gotta tip it to you because I was not happy whenever the Eagles drafted Jordan Davis. I did not like the one trick pony. I was worried about it. You know, him being lazy because he had conditioning issues. When he is on the field, teams average something like three point nine yards a carry. When he is off the field. It's like 5.6. It's over five, yeah. It's – he is – I don't – yeah, I still don't understand. Because before the draft even started, my mock draft had him going to the Eagles. And you were yeah. you were just flabbergasted with me. Like, just like, I don't no. – I don't want – I didn't I, I know it's, it's right. going to happen and it's bull crap. And I don't want – like, why? Why would you not want a guy who, who single-handedly can plug up a team's running game – it's going to make everything else better. I don't understand. I just, I even now, I can't grasp why you were so adamant against. Now we didn't necessarily know you'd be this this dominant, but you were really is, even during the draft. You were just so pissed. You were oh, just. Yeah. I mean, there's that whole thing where I could hear the steam coming out of your ears through the phone. Yeah, and I knew it was going to happen too. As soon as we traded up, I I texted you or called you. I was like, "It's Jordan Davis. I know it is." Well, it was obvious. It was. It was a need they had, and it was something we we had we had prognosticated a month before the draft. But you just weren't buying what I was selling, what anybody was selling, and I guess you're obviously glad that you were wrong. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And uh, the funny thing is, is I would have preferred at draft time, I would have preferred Nicobe Dean. Literally, I know we get him in the third round. We get him uh, seventy He's- picks later. Yeah, he's playing special teams, not doing much uh, anywhere else. And uh, another team not doing much are the what's the record here? Two and four Denver Broncos. And I how can't are they two won. and four? I can't believe how they are they not zero and six? And why have uh, we seen yeah. them five times on prime time? I was thinking the same thing. They've been on prime time. It feels like every week a Thursday night game, a Sunday night game, a Monday night I think game. This was their fifth out of six games. Russell Wilson is not good. Somehow, you mentioned Melvin Gordon. Latavius Murray comes in. His first full week with a team, he gets yeah. 15 carries, 66 yards. He's the guy, and and that's it. Greg Dolchich, first NFL game, two catches, 44 yards, but he's the guy who finds the end zone. Yeah, that what a me. mess. What a mess this whole team is. Jerry Judy, three for 54. Sutton, two for 14. What is this? This is Nobody trash. Had- and it's the whole. It's not all rust. It's a lot rust, but this is a whole right. team that just sucks right now. Well, the defense isn't bad. You hold the Chargers to nineteen, especially giving up good oh, yeah. field position on almost every single drive. They they're holding their own, but I think Nathaniel Hackett is is in over his head. He does not deserve to be a head coach. He shouldn't be. He can't figure anything out, and it's getting worse week by week. And ten guys caught a pass. No one had more than three catches. Judy, yeah. One only seven targets. He's the only guy that had more than four targets. Mike Boone was out tar out targeted Cortland Sutton. That's how you win ball games, baby. 
That's how you win in the NFL. You target Mike Boone over Cortland Sutton. Makes well, a lot of sense. Who did better for the Chargers? Austin Eckler averaged 2.6 yards a carry. He had no chance, uh, dude. I'm sure you watched score. the game. He had no chance. Uh, no. He had 10 catches, though. 40, oh, yeah. Only 47 yards on 10 catches. But yeah, that's it, it for fantasy. It wasn't pretty. There's a few people in once and done that played Herbert, a couple that played Eckler, a few that played Mike Williams, and they got nothing for it. Nothing. Why would you play Mike I, Williams? It wasn't, like I said, Denver's this. defense is holding their own. Why would knowing that Mike Williams is going to be draped with Patrick Sertan, why would you play him this game? I don't know because you don't other people that don't necessarily know what they're doing. And uh the best the best I was hoping for was a bunch of targets, maybe four or five catches, and get lucky to score. But I was not expecting much at all from him. The once and done, most people that put in a once and done line don't put it and think about it like we do. They don't go do the research and find the good matchups and put in the number two, number three guys that we think might get some points so we can say, again, we, you and I talked this week, there's a bunch of guys ahead of us right now. We're in eighth and ninth, but they're all playing these all pro lineups. So when they make the playoffs, they're going to be, they're going to be starting Mike Moon. Because <laughs> there's not going to be anything left for them to play. So let them waste them all. Yeah. Well, we do got to make sure we make it. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of them, they just see a name. They put a guy in. They don't put really the research into it. All right, you ready to roll on to look into next week? Yeah, let's do it. All right, so here's some plays um, that uh, that I'm feeling pretty comfortable with. Well, one of them, quarterback, how about Tua? How about Tua Tagovailoa? He is coming back from um, injury. He should be starting this week uh, for Miami. I'll be honest, I don't even remember who they're playing off the top of my Steelers. head. Let me look here. Oh, they're playing. What's up? Don't they play the Steelers this week? Yeah, uh, yeah, they do. That's it. Sorry, I, I had uh, my computer was not refreshed, so yeah, I'm good the Steelers here in Miami. And the Steelers' defense is atrocious. That they played decent against Brady. Uh, yeah, so I like that. And but here's one for you: if you want to dig a little deeper, what if we went with uh, uh, Davis Mills, Houston Texans? They're taking on the Raiders, and nobody gives up more points to the quarterbacks than the Raiders. Um, That's and that leads one. me to a question. All right. All right. So I'm going to bring this up. I have in the Sirius XM uh, fantasy host league, I have Tom Brady and Davis Mills. Am I brave enough to start Davis Mills in a great matchup over Tom Brady? I don't know if you're brave enough. I, I you could be stupid enough. Um, if, if Brady was playing some, Amazing defense. I could maybe make a case for it, but with Brady playing against the Panthers, it's that's it's a hard trigger to pull there, buddy. That's a hard what trigger I, to pull. Yeah, but the Panthers over the last four weeks, they're only giving up. They're shy of sixteen. I'm sorry, shy of seventeen points per game to quarterbacks. I think part of that simply because the second half teams have such a big lead, they don't even throw. I don't know. You 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 do you. And let's see how it works out for next week. I can't say that I might. it's I might the dumbest it. thing ever, um, but it's ballsy. I might do it. We'll see. Who do you got? I actually had Brady. He didn't do okay. much against Pitt. Ooh, got, okay. He's got to he's turn it around sooner or later. And what better team than the Panthers? The Panthers are struggling. That's for sure. 
And right. for Move running up. back then, I went with the same team. I told you beforehand we wouldn't usually do that, but I'm going with Fournette against Carolina. Basically, anybody Lane. plays against Carolina, you should put up some points. So I put in Fournette there. Okay. I'm going Josh Jacobs, man. That guy has been tearing it up. He's coming yeah. off a bye week. Uh, he In points per game, he is fifth in all of fantasy football with 19 points per game. That is something that no one saw coming. Yeah, you're right. He, uh, yeah, and like like we said last week, including his own coach, who said it wasn't going to be this way. When the coach literally comes out and says, you're not going to be the workout horse, we tend to believe that he's not going to be the workhorse, but here we are. Wide receiver, Wide. I went with Sir Christian Kirk against the Giants. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I think I think he's, he could have a big week this week. As a Christian Kirk owner, I enjoy hearing that. Uh, I'm going to dig a little deeper than that. I'm going Alec Pierce, who has really been turning it on lately. We talked, got his first uh, score last week, and they're taking on the Tennessee Titans. And over the last four weeks, the Titans have given up the fourth most points to wide receivers. So I'm I'm liking Alec Pierce here. I want to see that him. Sounds do like a nice once and done play. It does, doesn't it? He may or may not be in my lineup already. I haven't put a lineup in yet. Who you got at tight end? Uh, I got Gerald Everett. He has hit double digit points in fifty percent of his games. Um, and he looks good out there, man. Yeah, he's They're like going the number against... four or five tight end right now. I know, right? And guess who gives up the most points to opposing tight ends? I don't know. The Seattle Seahawks, which is, um, as I last checked, who they are playing. So that is correct. At the Rams, go. I have your boy. I have your buddy Kate Otten. Dude, you are all over these Buccaneers. I am. I really think they're. I think after being embarrassed last week, that they're going to make. Uh, this is going to be a statement game in division. I think they're going to just go nuts. Our boy Cameron Bray is most likely. They again pretend that he might play, but he's not playing. With the, with after the two a thing, there's not a chance he's going go out on a stretcher. He's not playing this week. Real quick, the Seahawks have been giving up over the last four weeks, just shy of thirty points per game to the tight end. Nine points more than anybody else. That's yeah, a lot. It is, and you will love my my fantasy defense for the week, Kevin, because it is. Your Tampa Bay Buccaneers against the PJ Walker led Panthers. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Very nice. That? I like that. Who did I have pick? I for some reason forgot to write it down. <laughs> I had somebody pick, but I don't know who it was. Oh, good. That's very helpful. So I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a dart out there. And oh no, I know who it was. I had um I had Tennessee at home against the Colts because I see the Colts crashing back down to earth. And not doing anything spectacular. Uh, before we do the kickers, check out your TV because big play from Chris Olave. Um, but as I know you're going to ask me, so I'm just going to go ahead and throw it out there. And I'm going to say Young Way Koo for kickers. Uh, simply because, well, the Bengals give up the most points to kickers over the last few weeks. And uh, Atlanta plays them. So well, that is Young Way Koo. But he didn't score. God Day easy. Gosh darn it. There <laughs> oh, it is. It cost me nine points. Um, I okay. picked up Mr. Harrison Bucker. He's back, baby. He's taking on uh, the Niners. I think they'll move the ball a lot on the Niners, but maybe get stalled a couple times and get himself about 10 to 12 points. All right, sir. You got anything else? I'm good. 
Awesome. Thank you all for listening. Hopefully you were able to put up with us while watching football and trying to talk about football. Um, Check us out on Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, and Twitter at GYBR underscore podcast. Again, that's at GYBR underscore podcast. Thank y'all and see ya. Peace.